One of the fundamental themes which we are obligated to discuss at the Pesach Seder is our progression from slavery to freedom. As the Ramam writes in uh, Hilchot Chameitz Matzah, Perak Zion Halacha Dalad, he says, that we are obligated to begin with our disgrace and we conclude in matters of praise. Ketzad, how is this done? So we begin and discuss that originally our forefathers in the days of Terach and beforehand denied uh, fundamental ideas and were drawn after nothingness and pursued strange worship. And they concluded in the true religion. That um, Hashem brought us to it, and separated us from other nations, and he brought us close to his oneness. And so too, we begin and make known that we were slaves to power in Egypt, and all the evil that he did for us. And we conclude with the miracles and awesome things that were done for us, and with our freedom. And this is the explication that we make from the paragraph of Aramiyoviravi and Dvarim, Ajigmor Kola Parsha, Parsha, until we conclude the entire paragraph. And anyone who adds and extends in the explication of this section, behold, it is praiseworthy. The relationship between Torah and freedom is discussed in Pirkei Avot. And uh, it's, uh, this is Pirkei Avot Vav Bet 6-2, and Ambar Yeshua ben Levi. He explains, Every, each and every day, a heavenly voice emanates from um, Harsinai. And announces and says, Woe to those of the uh, those of human beings that reject Torah. So anybody that does not involve themselves with Torah is called uh, rebuked. Shnei as it says, Nezem Zahav. A golden uh, ring in the mouth, in the nose of a of a pig, and a beautiful woman who lacks reason. The Omer, and it says, So the luchot, this is quoting from a pasuk in Shemot, were a were were something made by God, and the writing was the writing of God, and they were inscribed on the Luchot. And the drasha is, al tikrach don't say inscribed, el cheirut, they are freedom. She'en lecha ben chorin, there is no one who is free, el amisha osek b'tom Torah, except somebody who is involved in the study of Torah. V'chol misha osek b'tom Torah, hareza mit and anybody who is involved in the study of Torah, behold, it is superior, shana amar, as it says, umimatana nachaliel, umimatana bamot. And they traveled from Matanan to Nachliel and Nachliel Bamot. It's greater heights, and that's one of the, the uh, additional drushes.
So interestingly, uh, won't focus on the entire Mishnah, but one particular element is that this Mishnah in Pirkei Havot sets up this equation between Torah and freedom. Only one who is involved in Torah study is truly free. But how is this so? Keeping Torah comes with a myriad of prohibitions and obligations. How does the study of Torah bring us freedom? So the Abarbanel in his commentary, Nachlat Avot, on Pirkei Avot, makes the following comment. He says, Shahachna'a el hadat enoshibud, aval hulcherut. Our submission to the religious system of Torah is not slavery, rather, it is freedom. Lefi shahadat behan hagata, mevi'im ha'adam el hashlemud, hamidotii. Because the system of Torah and its ways bring a person to the perfection of his character traits. Which allows his mind to be free and not a slave to his passions. So the Abarbanel explains that the service to the system of Torah enables freedom. The Torah has many restrictions and commitments. Looking at these in isolation, one might conclude that the Torah is a form of bondage. However, the objective of the Torah system is not restriction, but the development of a person's character, such that they are not subservient to their personality or whimsical desires. The Torah does make demands, but it correspondingly orients a person toward achieving a greater and more fundamental freedom. Political freedom is a means. It is not an ends in itself in terms of the objective that man has for his life. And this is, uh, I think, stated nicely by David Brooks in his book, The Second Mountain, and he, he uh, describes it as follows. He says, quote, political freedom is great, but personal, social, and emotional freedom, when it becomes an ultimate end, leads to a random, busy life with no, no discernible direction, no firm foundation. It turns out that freedom isn't an ocean you want to spend your life in. Freedom is a river you want to get across so you can plant yourself on the other side and fully commit to something, end quote. Reflecting on the Rambam quoted above, the two themes of our philosophical progression from idol worshippers to those who recognize the oneness of God is the ultimate objective of our progression from slavery to political freedom. The author of the Haggadah has us begin with the paragraph of Avadim Hayinu, we were slaves in Egypt, and we move from there to discuss Mitchila of the Avodah our forefathers were idol worshippers. We were granted both forms of freedom through the exodus from the country of Egypt and our exit from Egyptian values and culture.